Are you ready to take your homeschooling journey seriously? Well, let's talk about five ways that you can add more structure to your day so you can actually have time to homeschool. One of the most common mistakes that I see new homeschooling parents make is that it feels like homeschooling is taking over their life. They are trying to fit way too much school into their day. So a lot of the times I see that they are trying to recreate the traditional schooling and make it fit as homeschooling. And it becomes super stressful because we already have so many responsibilities to handle at home, such as all the parenting responsibilities, cooking, cleaning, if you have a business or if you work. So there's a lot of things we're already juggling. And so trying to do like eight hours of homeschooling isn't realistic for a lot of us. And here's the good news. It's not even necessary to do eight hours of homeschooling a day. I started homeschooling my daughter when she was about two and a half years old, and now she's almost five. So we've learned a few things along the way. And one of the biggest things I've learned is that The focus isn't there for a long period of time, so we're able to get through our homeschooling lessons in maybe 10 to 15 minutes, and that's plenty of time for her to learn the lesson that she needs to learn, and then we're still able to play and do all of the other real-life learning activities. So if you are wanting to homeschool and you're wanting to create a simple routine that helps you stay consistent, I am going to give you the five simplest ways to add more structure to your day as a homeschooling parent. And one way to add more structure to your day is to grab the homeschooling planner. This is the 2023-2024 principal and digital version of the homeschooling planner. It starts from July of 2023 and goes through June of 2024. So it includes things like weekly lesson plans, an annual planner, grades tracking, a homework tracker, daily planning sheets. So it will really help you stay on track and stay consistent throughout your homeschooling journey. So I'll leave the link for that in the description so you can go ahead and grab it and really get organized before you try to tackle homeschooling. Welcome to the Smart Productive Mom Podcast. My name is Lucretia, and I want to help you be more productive and present without stressing about housework. I'm spilling all the tea on how to take that overwhelm out of motherhood, so let's dive into all the juicy goodness. So let's talk about why you would want to add more structure to your day as a homeschooling parent. The first reason why is that you are going to have more predictability within your day. So whenever you don't have a clear routine, the lines between school time and home time and work time, all of that can easily blur because it's all taking place at home, especially if you work from home, then you're doing school at home, then you're cleaning at home and you're cooking at home and you're working at home. (laughs) So it can all get blurred and there's no definition between when one task starts and the next one stops. So routines are going to help everyone know what to expect. So it's easier to make time for all of your responsibilities. The second reason it's super important to have structure within your homeschooling routine is that it will reduce decision fatigue. So every single decision you make requires mental energy. Your brain is having to weigh the pros and cons and all of the risks involved with that decision. So every decision requires some mental energy. 
without a routine, you're constantly in decision-making mode. So you're deciding when to start a lesson. You're deciding when to cook. You're deciding what to cook. When should you take a break? Do you have enough time to scroll on your phone? Do you have enough time to watch Netflix? Like you're trying to decide so many things throughout the day. And that's why when you get to the end of the day, you're exhausted because your brain has been using all of this mental energy trying to make all of these decisions throughout the day. Whenever you have a set routine, you're going to minimize the constant decision making and that's going to save your mental energy for those more critical tasks and those things that really require a high level of thinking. And the third reason you'd want to add more structure to your homeschooling day is that it's going to help you and your kids build good habits. Whenever you have a structured day, then you're giving your kids these essential life skills such as discipline and time management or energy management. And then they're gonna learn to handle these responsibilities throughout the day. So they'll know whenever it's time to pick up their toys, if they do it consistently at the same time every day, and not even at the same time, but if they even just do it consistently like almost every day where they're the ones picking up their own toys or they're the ones putting away their own laundry, like you're gonna be teaching the them these essential life skills that are gonna carry in to adulthood. So over time, these habits will become second nature to them and they'll begin to start doing these things without you even telling them. Whenever I started homeschooling my daughter, we were all over the place. At first, I didn't have any type of curriculum or anything to follow, so I really didn't know what I was doing. We had went to Barnes & Noble and grabbed some little workbooks And she just was not grasping the concepts in the workbook. She did not enjoy it. It was stressful for both of us. And at that time, then I switched to Mommy and Me Preschool, which is a play-based curriculum, which worked great for her age. She was able to learn things like colors, shapes, the five senses, like all of these things are broken down week by week. So each week has a theme. So like for week one, the theme could be farm animals. Week two, the theme could be transportation. So it's really broken down in a way where they can grasp things easily. And it's mostly play-based. So she's up running around looking for letters and learning how to spell her name in a fun way. So I really loved doing Mommy and Me Preschool. But then we graduated from that one. And since she's almost five now, we've been doing The Good and the Beautiful And that's been working great for us. I recommend it, especially if you're new to homeschooling, because it lays out everything so beautifully. Like it tells you what to say to the child. It's like, let's do this activity. Okay, do this activity one or more times if they're not catching on. Read this to the child and have them do this. So it really breaks things down in an easy to follow way if you are new to homeschooling. So I'll leave the link to the good and the beautiful in the description for you if you want to test out that one whenever you're ready for like a full blown curriculum. But if you're just getting started and your child is really young, like in the preschool ages, then I highly recommend Mommy and Me Preschool because that was super fun. And it was a great introduction to see you know, what it would be like to homeschool. Once I decided that homeschooling was really something that I wanted us to do, then I started focusing on how to add more structure to our day. So I followed these five simple steps. 
The first thing I did was I assessed our natural rhythms as a family. So I looked at, you know, is she, my daughter, is she a morning bird or a night owl? Should we be homeschooling in the morning? Is that when she's like, you know, at her highest mental sharpness for the day? Or should we homeschool in the evening? Because that's, you know, when she's really, you know, sharp in her mental state. So for my daughter, so I'm a morning bird and she's a night owl. So we typically homeschool in the evening because in the morning she's just so full of energy and she's wanting to run around and play and do all of that. And I'm, I really enjoy the play-based learning style. So I give her that opportunity in the morning to play and, you know, do her little tea parties and play doctor with her dolls and do all of that type of learning where she's just doing very play-based learning and then in the evening is when we do our curriculum-based learning and right now we are doing language arts and then we are going to be adding in her math curriculum as well. Right now it only takes us like maybe 15 minutes to homeschool and she loves it in the evening. She like if I haven't initiated the homeschooling she will say like she'll come and ask me can we homeschool so she absolutely loves it And so I do that in the evening because that is her personality style. So in the morning, she's full of energy. She's running around. She's playing. And then in the evening, like early evening, is when we will homeschool. And she's like ready to like sit down and do more of the like focused learning activities. So that's the first step in adding more structure into your homeschooling routine is to observe whenever your children are naturally the most alert and the most receptive. So in the morning, she is not the most receptive to like the sit down focused time of learning. That is whenever we go outside, we play, we might go to the playground or do things like that when That's when she wants to be very active is in the morning. And so we tend to homeschool in the early evening. So make sure you're observing when your child is naturally alert and receptive so you'll know when to make time for these homeschooling activities and take into account you as well because you're going to need to be kind of alert (laughs) as well. So you want to consider your own energy peaks and your own energy valleys. So when are you high energy? When are you low energy? So what type of energy level do you need to be at to homeschool your kids? So do you need to be very high energy whenever you're homeschooling? I have noticed that I don't. I'm pretty passive with the homeschooling. So with the good and beautiful curriculum, she is watching like they have um, songs for each letter. So there's like the letter J song, the letter K song. So she likes to watch those and sing the songs. So that doesn't really require anything from me. She'll do the little activities like painting the letters or whatever. And so I'm just like sitting there monitoring what she's doing. So our homeschooling doesn't take a lot of energy for me, which works great because that means that I'm able to do it in the early evening whenever I have a lower energy level. Just make sure that you're paying attention to both your energy levels and your kids' energy levels to find a good time to mix those together so that homeschooling works for both of you. The second thing we did to add more structure into our homeschooling day was that we only started with the core subjects and activities. So for now, like I said, we're just doing language arts and 
she knows her number. So that's why I'm not too focused on math as of now. But with language arts, I wanted her to start learning like the letter sounds so that eventually she could start reading. So we're really focused on like learning the letter sounds and learning how to hold a pencil so that she can start writing. So those are the things that I really wanted her to start learning was those two things. So the letter sounds so that eventually she could start reading and then learning how to like hold her pencil and just like little tracing activities so that she could work on her writing skills. So that's why we decided to start with the language arts first. And then next we're going to go into math and I do have the science curriculum, but we're not really using that too much as of now because I really enjoy the mommy and me like activities that we're doing. So we'll go outside and like in the fall, we'll go outside and we'll pick up the leaves and look at them changing colors. So I really still enjoy the mommy and me preschool activities for learning like science and those hands-on types of things like that. Um, but for like math and the language arts, that's what I'm using the good and the beautiful curriculum for. So just focus on, you know, one to two core subjects instead of trying to fit in like five different subjects all at one time and your kid is like in kindergarten. Like there's no need to overstuff the the schedule because at this age, they're learning so much through play. And even like as an adult, like we learn through actually doing things. So it's so important to like, you know, just get out in the world and experience the things and that's how you're going to learn them best rather than just, you know, sitting at a desk or a kitchen table doing worksheets. I like the approach of just getting out into the world and learning, but for those things like letter sounds and things like that, like how to hold a pencil, those types of things is what I really look for in the curriculum. The third way to add more structure to your day is to create flexible routines. I like to have anchors into my day. So what is an anchor? It is a fixed point in the day where we do the same activity. So like I'll have a fixed point in the day where I will start cooking dinner or I'll have a fixed point in the day where my youngest daughter will take her nap and then that's when I come to work. There's a fixed point in the day where we go out as a family and we'll like go to the mall or go walking downtown or do something like that. So these are our anchor points and they help us have a sense of consistency. So even if my daughter like doesn't take her nap until like say sometimes, most of the time she'll take it around 1230, but sometimes she takes it at 12, sometimes 1215, sometimes 1130. Like it doesn't really matter, but I know anytime after 11, she'll be ready for a nap. So that is an anchor point. And so we know whenever she takes her nap that I'm going to come in my office and work and my daughter is going to go. That's her cartoon time. So she gets to watch cartoons during nap time. So we know that that's an anchor in our day. And then after that, we'll eat some lunch and then we'll go out into the world, <laughs> explore and play. That's another anchor. We have another anchor, which is our homeschooling anchor that we'll do whenever we get back home and get back settled. So we just have certain anchors within the day that we do pretty consistently. And it doesn't matter what time we do them. It's just activity based. So we move from one activity to the next activity without feeling behind schedule or, you know, like we've gotten things thrown off. 
we're just flowing through our day based on which activity we're doing. The fourth way that I add more structure into our day is that I prioritize real life learning and I do this through like practical life skills. So daily chores, those are educational opportunities. So if she is taking the laundry out of the dryer, that's a life skill. Like that's an educational opportunity when she's putting away her laundry, like she's putting them into their own bins. So socks go in one bin, her shirts go in one bin, her shorts go in another bin. Like she's sorting her clothing. Sorting is an educational skill. (laughs) So she's learning these different educational things throughout the day with practical life skills. And so, yeah, she could sit down and do a worksheet where she's sorting things out, but I prefer her to do real life things where she's sorting things. So Whenever we're putting away the groceries, she's putting the frozen stuff in the freezer. She's putting the cans where they go in the pantry. So she's learning all of these life skills through real life application, not just sitting down doing worksheets. So I really like to prioritize these practical life skills and real life learning experiences that are going to follow her into adulthood. And not only does that teach her the responsibilities and practical life skills, but it also helps me so that I'm not the one doing everything. (laughs) So I'm not the one putting away all the groceries. Now she's putting away the groceries and my one-year-old also helps. So she'll just like hand me the groceries and I'll put them away, but we're all doing it together and they are learning these important skills that would carry into adulthood. And then the fifth way that I add structure into our day is that I make sure that I adjust our routines regularly based on the seasons of life that we're going through. So I make sure that I'm checking in at the end of each week to see what worked and what didn't work for us and to see how I can adjust our routine so that it does work for everyone. So I make sure that I stay adaptable because the goal is to have a guideline that serves the entire family instead of just having these rigid structure or just trying to follow these rigid time blocks. Like we want to be adaptable and we want to make sure that our routine fits the family needs that we're able to, you know, handle unexpected events. So we're just making sure that we have structure in our day that's very flexible. And like I say, it's activity-based. It is not time-based. So we are working with our energy levels to see which activities will work with our energy levels for that time of the day. So our routines are ever-evolving. It's not like a set-in-stone type of thing. So whenever I had my second daughter, our routine changed because we had a newborn in the house. But now that she is 17 months and she has a pretty consistent routine where I know around what time she's going to wake up, I know about when she's going to take her nap, and I know when she's going to go to sleep at night, like it's much easier to plan things because now we're in a different season of life where her routine is more consistent. So your routines are not going to be set in stone. They're going to ebb and flow and change throughout the different seasons of your life, and that's okay. So don't think that just because your routines change that you're doing something wrong, that's completely normal that they're going to change and they will continue to change because your kids are going to get older, different things are going to happen in your life and that's okay. That's part of life. 
So just make sure that you are sitting down and figuring out what is working and what is not working, and then you're able to make changes accordingly. Okay, so let's recap the five simple ways to add more structure into your day. The first step is to assess your family's natural rhythms. Morning birds, night owls, when do they have the most energy? When do they have the least amount of energy? You're going to want to take all of that into consideration. Step number two is to prioritize the core subjects. So what subjects do you want to focus on first? So you can only focus on one subject at a time. That is fine. Your child's not going to fall behind. They are learning at their own pace. So if you just want to start with math, then let's do that until you get a good grip and feel like you're pretty confident with your homeschooling routine. And then you can add in more subjects. Prioritize core subjects and activities until you feel pretty confident with adding more. Step number three is to create flexible routines. So look at your routines you already have and figure out those anchor points. So what are things that you do pretty consistently almost every day? So like I say, my daughter takes her nap around noon almost every day. That's an anchor for us. We homeschool in the evening, early evening time, almost every day. So maybe like four to six times a week, we homeschool. So that's an anchor point for us. So look at activities that you do naturally almost every day. And those are your anchors. Those are what are going to keep you on track so that you know what's coming next. Step number four is to make sure that you have real life learning experiences. So you are using those practical life skills and you are delegating. So turning daily chores into educational opportunities for your kids. And then number five is to review and adjust regularly. So check in regularly with yourself, maybe every week to figure out what's working and what's not working, and then be willing to adapt your routine to make it work for your family so that you don't feel like you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole or whatever they say. (laughs) So make sure that what you're doing is actually working and it's not causing you extra unnecessary stress. And don't forget to grab your homeschooling planner. It also includes things like a getting started checklist that gives you like 10 steps. If you're just starting your homeschool journey, you'll get like the different types of homeschooling methods laid out for you so you can figure out which one will fit into your lifestyle best, some organization tips. So it includes some really good things in there besides just the homeschooling planning pages. So definitely grab that. I have it linked in the description for you and I will chat with you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Smart Productive Mom podcast. If you found this information helpful, please leave a written review so more moms can find this show. And if you want to connect with the super moms in this community, come hang out with us in the Smart Productive Mom Facebook group. I can't wait to connect with you. See you there.